Welcome to the Conscious Business Leader Show. I'm Anna Choi, founder and CEO of Conscious Business Coaching, helping high achieving business leaders prevent burnout to grow in flow. Our firm empowers the next generation of global leaders who will cause a tipping point in elevating humanity's consciousness. Join us for the end of the show, where we'll reveal how you can be our next guest on one of the fastest growing business inspiration podcasts on the planet in 15 to 20 minutes. Ready? Let's go. Right now, I have Crystal Thomas of Express Employment Professionals with me today. How are you doing, Crystal? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on. Yes, and thank you for joining us. And please just start off by telling us the story of how you got to where you are today. It's a long story. <laughs> I'm ready to hear it. I really am. <laughs> I I started, well, I started as a horse trainer, and then I became a hairstylist. Okay. And it's like, story. <laughs> you know, the normal path to CEO is right. through those two things, for mm-hmm. sure. Um, but I was working as a brand manager for mm-hmm. a high-end Italian hair care and okay. I traveled about three weeks out of the month. So wow. I was definitely, um, getting tired of traveling a lot. Mm-hmm. And at the time that they decided to kind of get rid of brand managers in that specific field, mm-hmm. um, I was looking for something to do. And I went to the kids at business forum here in Silverdale and met Wayne Sargent, who was the previous owner of Express Employment here in Bremerton. Mm-hmm. And started chatting with him and he was like, well, what do you want to do? I could find you a job. I'm a recruiter. I was like, you know, I think I need a bigger challenge. I think I want something that is, you know, where I get to kind of create the culture and, you know, do something that's a little harder than what I've been doing. Mm -hmm. And that's when he said, hey, this is for sale. Do you think you want to? And so I went down that path. It's been one of the hardest paths of my life, accumulating in 2020, Mm -hmm. (laughs) where I just felt like, um, I mean, it's it's a tough business. Mm -hmm. Uh, Finding people jobs seems like it should be an easier business than it is, but it's very hard to find uh, good quality people, as most business owners who are probably listening know. Right. So I thought I should buy a company that was nothing but trying to find perfect employees mm. um, for businesses. Um, so it's been it's been a really really tough road. I'm not sure if I was standing this person back in 2014 that I still would have made the choice. Mm-hmm. Um, last year I would have said yes. Right. Um, this then, year has been <laughs> yeah. Different, I, I right. Finally had clawed myself up to the Mm -hmm. level of where I wanted the business to be. And I finally started to feel like I knew what was going on. Right. And I had it under control and I had great staff Mm -hmm. and great base of clients, diverse. And then 2020 hit. Right. And we dropped 90%. I went all the way back to numbers that were lower than the day I bought my business. So pretty much almost from scratch, basically, then for you. Yeah. Wow. So it's really been an adventure. <laughs> yes. Uh, but we have come out the other side of that, Good. Uh, thankfully. Good. Uh, we've, we've clawed our way up to only negative 20% over last year. Um, but it's been a huge learning curve. Mm-hmm. So be careful what you ask for is my lesson in life. When I say I want a bigger challenge. Oh, so you definitely got the bigger challenge. Yes. Full throttle. 
<laughs> full throttle, um, but is such a rewarding business. I mean, I get people jobs for a living and I find mm-hmm. businesses, great people mm-hmm. to fill those gaps and up their production. So mm-hmm. it's very rewarding. Yeah. And so I'm, like you said, a lot of our listeners, I'm sure have had some sort of challenge they had to face this year. What would be some of the main things you did just to take care of yourself and stay motivated and still keep in that high performance, even when there's so many odds against you and unforeseen circumstances? You know, I'm definitely, if one word could be used to just describe me, it's a survivor. I don't ever stay down very long, which makes Mm -hmm. me well suited to being a small business owner. Um, But during like the kind of toughest part of 2020, Mm -hmm. I found myself overwhelmed. I couldn't think um, none of that. And I went back to those basic tools that I learned, uh, which probably goes into that conscious business owner mindset mm-hmm. of, I, I knew I had to get out of that space. So mm-hmm. I just started asking myself questions because I know that I can't be in that fight or flight place, that amygdala brain, right. if I'm asking myself questions. So I started with my favorite one, which is, if I wasn't afraid right now, what would I do? Okay. And I had to, had to ask myself that question about 10 times to get out of that space and even Mm -hmm. be able to come up with an answer. And I'll throw things at myself. Like, um, I'm like, I don't know what I would do. Like, how how am I supposed to know what I could do? I'm still actually scared. I don't, this hypothesis is not working for me. (laughs) And so I would say, but if you did know, what would it be? And I just keep asking myself that until I can get out of that space in my head. And so that's, that's pretty much what I did was just started asking myself questions. Mm-hmm. And then I started writing down the answers, not trying to evaluate them, not trying to figure out, is it the right path or can, mm-hmm. is it even possible? Um, I just threw the answers out there. And then because I learned best by teaching, um, I jumped on and did a webinar taking other people through that same process of all the questions that I came up wow. with and asked myself. Mm-hmm. And we kind of went through it together. Okay. And so like with your industry, not only is it the stress of, you know, you're having your employees and everything, you're trying to get other people employed. Like how, what, how's that experience been where it's like, it's literally, you have two plates, two things to juggle that have stressed humans. (laughs) Right. Especially during that time. Gosh, you know, we had businesses freaking out because their sales were stopped. It was essential business Mm -hmm. only. So they were closing their doors and we got the distinct privilege of calling everyone and telling them they didn't have a job right now and didn't know when they could have a job again, if Mm -hmm. ever. Um, And so, gosh, compassion is the only thing I can think of that got us through that is compassion for how are you handling this? I I know we're, Mm -hmm. we're, we're calling a lot of people to lose their jobs today. I can tell you we're still in the office. We're still working. We're We're going to find something. Mm -hmm. We're going to go after any essential business. What can you do? Are you afraid to leave your house? If so, we won't bother you. Right. Mm -hmm. So we just compassion and tried to, whether it was business or someone looking for work, just trying to figure out where their head was at and let them know that we were here. That's so, so important. Just like you said, that specific word, compassion. That's what a lot of people need right now to feel. And so outside of crazy 2020, what does a typical client look like? Who do you specifically work with in finding them jobs? We work mostly with small to medium-sized business. Mm -hmm. Um, They're the ones that either don't have an HR department or they have a really overworked HR department. Um, And so they'll call us 
to fill in those gaps. Mm -hmm. Like a small business owner that's maybe a lawyer, a doctor, a small um, office, real estate, they don't really, if they come out from doing their job to go through 20, 40 resumes, it could cost them thousands of dollars, right? They could spend a hundred and I could get them a person and have them there tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Okay. And so what are the benefits of going through kind of more boutique agency, if you will, like through you versus trying to do like Indeed or anything like that, where obviously I've heard a lot of different reviews from both sides. What is the benefit of working with a company like yours instead, especially the small business? Saving you time and energy for the biggest, like Mm -hmm. we go through all of that for you. We're combing through all of those resumes daily. Mm -hmm. We probably make 200 connections of people who are looking for work in a week. Mm -hmm. And we interview each of my employees is interviewing 12 to 15 of those a week. Wow. So they're looking through those people all mm-hmm. the time. So they don't have to take that extra time to do it. Whereas mm-hmm. if you're hiring, you have to take out time from your schedule and whatever you're doing to comb through that and find the people. And then we have a process of taking them through an interview step-by-step mm-hmm. step to find out what, what their experience really is, not just what it looks like on paper, right? We all know like most resumes are pretty fabricated to make us look pretty awesome. Yeah, right. <laughs> which is their job, Um, but it doesn't always paint the real picture. So Mm -hmm. what we do is dig into each interview and find out the real picture behind that candidate. And we do the same when we're meeting with the business owner. Okay. So we're going through what's a culture look like in your office Mm -hmm. and what someone- You get the interview too. We need to know, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that we can, we're matchmakers so Mm -hmm. that we can find that perfect match because sometimes as business owners, we're not so good at finding that on our own, Mm -hmm. right? Really um, standing outside of our own culture. Right. And um, looking for that, that perfect fit. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's what we do. We take all of that off of your hands. Okay. So it could save you um, time. Gosh, I'm interviewing for someone in right. my office and I've spent at least 30 hours in the last wow. week and about 20 hours already this week. Mm-hmm. So I can save you that much on exactly. one fill. Wow. Right. And if it would take you normally three weeks to find that fill, because you have to fit it into your schedule to mm-hmm. interview, et cetera, mm-hmm. I can have people ready to interview tomorrow you can interview and then pick one and they could start the next day. Right. So they're also shorting the process time as well. Yeah. Okay. And we've done all their reference checks. Yeah. We do background checks. We do all of that. Everything. Everything. Sounds mm-hmm. like said. It seems like it's definitely worth to pay for the convenience rather than yes. trying to save that money and then you lose money other places. It usually winds up saving you money if you add in your time mm-hmm. that it takes to do it. Mm-hmm. It winds up saving you so much more money. I can imagine. So I want to go off of what you mentioned as far as interviewing the business owner. Are there times of realization for them of like, oh, this is kind of my culture or this is maybe somewhere we operate that I, we can improve that I didn't even realize until this interview. Do those moments happen for business owners? Oh, yeah. Those, those are my favorite meetings. I, I can imagine. <laughs> <laughs> like I, you know, even if someone's interviewing me, like I, stuff comes out that I'm like, oh, wow, I didn't realize I was looking for that in that right. position. Mm-hmm. And it's so fun to have that. Um, I'm tra- I was trying to think of a specific example for you, but not one is coming to my head. Mm-hmm. Oh, actually, there is one. Um, I was talking to this one business. They're a larger business, so they're looking for volume. They need a lot of people, but they have a really protected culture. So they want it to okay. be 
a certain type of person mm-hmm. and it's a little scary for them handing that control over to an outside person that doesn't right. work in their culture. Every Are you day. really going to find someone that fits me? Cause you're not me. Do you really know? <laughs> right. And we were having a conversation and they were saying, no, we want this. We want this. We want this. And I can't remember exactly what it was. And I said, it's interesting that you say that you want that mm-hmm. because when I'm walking through and I'm talking to your employees, they're telling me something different. Right. And they're telling me this. And they're like, oh, that's interesting. Let us go investigate that. So they went and investigated and came Mm -hmm. back. And I love that. That means we're working as a true partnership. It's so fun. And they came back and they said, gosh, you showed us a part of our culture we didn't know existed. Mm. We're really excited to work with you. That kind of insight. Yeah. Someone outside of us can just see so much more. Right. And there's really that give and take beyond just, you know, what's on paper. It's like those conversations. And now we're improving on both sides in ways that we didn't even expect. Exactly. And I love it when the the partnerships reach that level. And then yes. they call me as their trusted advisor to say, we're thinking about hiring for this position. We want a director of sales. We've never had a director of sales before. How much do I even have to pay a director of sales? Right. What does a director of sales do? do. Right? So <laughs> I, I can have those conversations with my clients. And that, I mean, that makes my day. It sounds like it. And so you're a leader in so many different ways. And I'm curious, what does being a conscious business leader mean to you? My initial reaction uh, is just always learning and always growing. Uh, my personal purpose and therefore the purpose of my company is passionately facilitating evolution, which to me means pushing people to be the best version of themselves Mm -hmm. all the time, which is not static. And I think as a conscious business leader, we can't be static. If 2020 taught us anything, you can't be static. Right. And being conscious is looking at those places where maybe we've gotten too comfortable, we've gotten Mm -hmm. too static, Mm -hmm. uh, we're settling for status quo and looking for more. Mm -hmm. And always pushing ourselves to learn more and be more. We do monthly meetings and we spend at least an hour of those meetings learning a new skill, whether it's communication or conflict resolution or Mm -hmm. time management or relationship building, sales skills, but always kind of pushing our brains to be more malleable Mm -hmm. so that we can handle and be more resilient when things like 2020 happen. Right. And would you say that's kind of where your mindset is moving forward in the future, just to make sure you constantly, like you said, are learning and not staying static, stagnant now? Yes. And, mm-hmm. and looking for ways to take out the things that don't matter, the Got things it. that don't fit our values, the mm-hmm. things that don't fit our company vision. I was listening to a podcast this morning on my way in. It was um, Brene Brown, her new Dare to Lead podcast. If you haven't listened to it, it's fantastic. And she was interviewing, I'm totally blanking, Jim Collins, who wrote Good to Great and Great by Choice, Mm -hmm. Built to Last. Uh, I love own all of his books. They're on the (laughs) shelf behind me. And he talked about, he has this data sheet and I, you can tell by how animated I am that I'm not necessarily the most data-driven individual (laughs) in the universe. I'm like super emotional Mm -hmm. and uh, just kind of go forward. And he has a spreadsheet that he keeps day by day. 
three columns. One is his main value, like the main thing he has to have fulfilled Mm -hmm. in his life. And 50% of his time should be spent doing that. Mm -hmm. Right. The other 50% doing all the other stuff. Wow. And so in the first column each day, he puts in the percentage of his time that was spent on that main value. Hmm. And then he kind of writes down the main tasks that he worked on for that day in the next column. Mm-hmm. And then in the next column, he rates his day. Okay. Either a zero, like it was a neutral day. I feel neutral about it. Okay. I feel positive plus one or mm-hmm. positive plus two, or I feel negative minus one or negative okay. minus two. And then at the end of the year, he has to have at least a thousand hours in his value. Oh, okay. And it helped him look at that rating to say he mostly had good days. Right. And I was like, I really need something like that in my life, especially looking back on 2020 to make sure I'm spending my time where it's important Mm -hmm. and not spending on the the things that are making me feel crappy. Mm -hmm. And looking back on a week, a month, a year to go, hey, I mostly feel awesome about what I'm doing. Wow. And also probably giving yourself more credit too. Like I had actually a lot of good days. I reflect in the bad days, but I actually had a lot of good ones. (laughs) We tend to focus so much more on the bad days that we forget how many good ones we have. Mm -hmm. And I was just really, I've been thinking about it all day in the back of my head. Um, And then even looking at the tasks of the day going, okay, I didn't work in my main value Mm -hmm. and these were the tasks I did and I was a negative two. So let's not do that day again. Right. Right. No back to backs. No negative. That's brilliant. <laughs> that is. And can you repeat that again for our listeners as far as what podcast I was on? Because it sounds very helpful for a lot oh, of people. It is. It's Dare to Lead, which is a book by Brene Brown, which okay. is a fantastic book I recommend. And she just recently started doing a podcast and okay. she's interviewing all kinds of leaders. Uh, I think... No, that was a different one. Okay. But Jim Collins was the one that I just listened to where that came from. Okay. And he's the author of Good to Great, Built to Last, and probably five other books I have. <laughs> if I Wonderful. turned around, I could just read off the top. <laughs> Wonderful. Thank you for that. And so I also see that your company is hiring. Where should people go to apply and get more information on that? Yep. They can come to our website, expresspros.com forward slash Bremerton. And our application is right online. All of our jobs are listed there. It changes multiple times a day. We move pretty fast in this business. Mm -hmm. So we're trying to fill those jobs as soon as they come in. Um, They can also go to our Express Jobs app and download that on the Apple or the uh, Google Play Store. And what's cool about the app is they can, once they log in and create their profile, Every time they open it, it shows all the jobs that are open in a certain radius of them. Wonderful. Crystal Thomas, thank you so much for your time today and sharing all of that. And I wish a great 2021 to come. The same to you. Thank you so much for having me. I hope you have a wonderful day. You too. Thanks for listening to the Conscious Business Leader Podcast. If you're a conscious business leader or entrepreneur who would like to be on the program, please visit annasunchoy.com slash apply. Now, if you got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone, text it to a friend, or post it on the socials. And if you do that, tag us with the hashtag ConsciousBusinessLeader. Now, can you also hook us up now to your podcast player and just give us a thumbs up 
for a rating and review. Your feedback helps us better empower that next generation of global leaders to cause a tipping point in elevating humanity's consciousness through being a loving presence. While you're at it, hit the subscribe button. You know why? Because each week you're going to be inspired and energized 15 minutes a day. My name is Anna Choi. Let's connect on the socials. You'll find all the stuff we're doing at AnnaSunChoi.com. Thanks for listening and thank you for being a part of the Conscious Business Leader Movement. Thank you.